Welcome to episode 35 of Keep Going Podcast, Athletes Shining a Light on Mental Health. This is your co-host, Luke Wheat, here with Patrick O'Malley. Pat, how are we feeling today? We are in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, alive, feeling great, feeling blessed. What's up with you, Luke? Nice. I'm out here in Maryville, Tennessee. Uh, a little switch up from Knoxville this weekend, so it's been good, man. Hey, back in the old stopping ground, bub. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hoping to be back out here next year. Uh, love Maryville. It's a great little city. Uh, Maryville College is where I attended. So, yeah, it's great to be back out here with the people. Love that, man. Well, I know you make a big impact on that community. Super excited for McKenna Davidson this morning. A little bit earlier of an episode, but promise you we're going to bring the juice. <laughs> we got a little uh, Cubs double-A action today. We're going to the Smokies game at 2 o'clock. No at the, at the way. City. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that hopefully is we see some awesome. young prospects. Yeah, we see some R's. We see some bats. We'd love to see it. <laughs> Nothing fills your cup more than actually watching a lower-level Cubs team because this Cubs team is uh, – you want to talk about your mental health. We're not going to talk about well, that. Well, that's – watch it every every night with the MLB team, lower-level Cubs teams, you know. It's, it's of, so yeah. bad. <laughs> so bad. But we'll, we can talk about that all day. This is not a Cubs podcast. But, Luke, how would you feel about last week's episode? Zach Baden. Um, thing I'm thinking about whenever I think about Zach Baden is just courage to come on and tell that story. Um, you know, that's something that not a lot of people lose their parents, right? Um, and it's it's tough. It's heartfelt. It was moving. It was, um, you know, it, it makes you look at your own life and your own struggles and, and kind of be I'm encouraged to do whatever you can to kind of overcome your own ones. Um, so, so shout out to Zach B. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, I jumped on Scott Reslow's podcast uh, over the weekend and shout out to my guy, Scott, but we talked a lot about Zach's episode and I thought it was so clear. One, how you can conquer adversity and two, to not use being a victim as an excuse to keep going. And I think Zach is a prime example of that. So anyone that hasn't listened to that episode yet, go check that out. Zach, not only an inspiration in the game of baseball, but in life for sure. Absolutely. And I think um, that's where a little bit of the stigma comes from right. right? around mental health is, oh, it's, you know, people playing a victim mentality, people doing this, people doing that. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's people overcoming real adversity and wanting to make a change in their life for a positive good. So, um, you know, that's what we're about. Um, we also got a shout out. Uh, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Uh, we also got a shout out Munsky. Uh, we did a longer form interview that dropped last Tuesday for Make Mental Podcast. Um, appreciate Munsky coming on and kind of sharing his um, his struggles with mental health and his experience with it um, at Oswego College up in New York, right near Canada. So appreciate him coming on. No, I couldn't agree more. And listening to that interview, I just realized one, two, that Munsky was a guy that nothing was handed to him, right? It was no. his opportunity to go get it and his vulnerability, his accountability, he's, his understanding of the moment. That was awesome. And Luke, anytime you can jump one-on-one, -on -one, man, super personable, awesome job with that. Yeah, it's a really uh, different kind of interview, isn't it? Different flow, uh, different kind of connection. I really enjoyed doing that. So more of those to come, guys. No, I couldn't agree more. And I think the big thing to shout out before we go to the interview is just, how the social media has been going, right? Like it's every day we're getting content out now. So if you can't tune in the podcast, that's okay. I'm not going to tell you to take 30, 40 minutes of your life away, but like if you can jump on great, if not check out the clips, the posts, 
our community, we just want to get engaged in, like we said from the beginning, impact one life at a time. 100%. Um, and on that note, right, we're not psychiatrists, we're not psychologists. Um, just a couple of ex-athletes trying to help out and destigmatize mental health, of, you know, and the stigma. No doubt, man. Well, Luke, I appreciate you as always jumping on early. And without further ado, I got McKenna Davidson in the house. What is up, McKenna? Hi, guys. How are we doing? Good. How are you? What's going on? You know, just living the dream in the uh, little soggy Twin Lakes right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Twin yeah. Lakes community, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know the deal. And McKenna, obviously, being in Twin Lakes with me, I'm on the back porch. She's on the front porch. So we're going to make this work. I promise. No more direct. Awesome. Twin Lakes. You know it. You know it. And McKenna, what we do every week is we ask our guests, what'd you do this week for your mental health? So Luke will go first, then I'll go, then you'll go. So Luke, go ahead. Right. So uh, school's about to get started. Uh, it's about to pick back up. So um, trying to get a workout routine, hopefully instilled before the school year, before it starts, you know, I'm usually up at six and then back home at, um, going to coach this year so probably five six o'clock now so trying to our figure guy, out a workout routine guy. that's gonna <laughs> try to figure out a workout routine that's gonna work before school or after school and and stick to it now so that it's a habit whenever we come around to school it's a tough one but that's that's kind of what i've been going with well i'm gonna be honest with you man i think our listeners need to know how the run's been going oh my gosh slow slow but they've been going so you know it's one of those things when you're an athlete, you have different expectations after you take off for a while and you come back into it, right? Used to be a six-minute mile guy, not there even close anymore. So a uh, little embarrassed about it, but we just keep it moving. <laughs> what do they say, Bob? You know, it's slow and steady wins the race, brother. Slow right. and steady wins the race. Kenna, right. well, <laughs> Kenna, I'll go next. I know, obviously, with you being a track and field star, I'll go next on the running side of things. I <laughs> have been running here for the last couple of years, but that is not my, you know, mental health, you know, tip of the week. I think the big thing for me this week, it was, it was a wild one. I had a buddy reach out, um, shout out Connor Murphy, no free shout outs. And no free shout out. He reached out to me about, it was a TikTok about wiffle ball. And we used to play wiffle ball every day growing up. And there was a bunch of little kids, right? And the caption was, you never know when your last game is. And it was these kids just having a blast. And I think what I took from that was a couple of things. One, you truly never know when that last moment is going to be, right? Like when your last time playing with a ball is, last pizza party, birthday party, like these things that we often take for granted, like trying to be in the moment and being present would be the first thing. And two, the friends, man, like the family, like those opportunities to do that, soak them in while we're here. We don't get those opportunities back. So, Kenna, how about you? Yeah, for sure. So kind of trying to piggyback off of that, like, I feel like this summer I've just been traveling a lot, like back home here, like seeing baseball games, like trying to do all the summer stuff. So normally I got a plan for my workouts and got a plan for my life. But right now I'm just trying to create some balance, like get out every day, like Yesterday we went canoeing, went on a walk. Like we're just trying to create some balance in our lives and just get some activity in, not too much structure, but have fun while we're doing it. So not missing out on those opportunities, like you said, Pat. No doubt. I think it's a big thing for our listeners to understand too. Like it doesn't take three hours in the gym, right? It just takes nah. a plan. It takes a non-negotiable to get there no matter what and get it done. If it's a walk around the lake, 
if it's going canoeing like you guys did the other day, if it's what whatever it may be, right? It's getting it in and making that non-negotiable because honestly today, I do not want to do much, but I'm going to be on the hill in about 30 minutes here. So here we go. You know, it's like, it's just yeah. how we do things. Make it a non-negotiable. Make it simple, but don't make it easy would be my quote for sure. And I, and I think you got to experiment a little bit, right? Like you're not going to know exactly um, the first thing you try may not be your thing. Running may not be your thing. And if you try running and you don't like it and that's, you give up, that's not what we're looking for, right? Try some no. yoga, try running, try a little bit of bar work, anything like that, you know? Um, and just, if you're not feeling it, move on to the next one until it's something that you're super fired up about that'll actually get you doing a non-negotiable right Pat. Exactly, man. I think it's not cookie cutter by any means. Go out there, try different things and see what works for you would be my advice for sure. 100%. No doubt. No doubt. Well, McKenna, obviously we love having you. Appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday. I ask this every week. Why are you on the podcast today? Why were you a great fit to be here? Uh, so I guess, um, kind of you guys shining the light on mental health. Um, I was a athlete, uh, many years ago. Uh, I, <laughs> and by many she years says ago, it I like she's too. like, she says it like she's 40 like years that. old. It right. feels like that. It feels yeah, like that. <laughs> see, I feel old. My body shut down. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I, uh, I obviously ran track and field at Grandview, which is a school in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, I got a kind of interesting story along that, along that road. So can I, do I just start from the beginning? I mean, Kenna, it's your pod roll. Go I'm ahead. In. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, yeah. So opening up a little bit. Um, so running the back to when I was about 16 years old, I was super big into basketball. Like that was my passion. Loved playing it with all my like friends and traveling with my family. And it was just some like really good memories. Um, I remember 16 years old, I was diagnosed with scoliosis, which Luke, if you don't know, it's basically just a curvature of the spine, uh, looks like an S looks like a snake, whatever. Um, typically like people don't have to have any treatment for it. They kind of just go about their day, whatever. Um, but mine was more severe and I had to have uh, spinal fusion from it. So I had two wow. rods, and 22 screws placed in my spine, um, about from my neck down to uh, my hip area so basically my whole spine and, is just and this was 16 years old yeah this was 16 um so were you so, experiencing some pain at that time like through middle school through high school like what was going on there so it was a really quick like three week thing um I fractured a rib actually in basketball and went to go get an x-ray and the doctor was like hey you know you got scoliosis right I was like what's that so um my parents took me to all the scoliosis specialists and, and we kind of figured something out and it progressed a lot quicker than we thought. And we tried to do bracing and chiropractic and physical therapy, you name it, we tried it, but we just couldn't stop it. So uh, the storm yeah. was rolling and, and then it was time to find a surgeon that was gonna hopefully do the best job they could to get me back playing sports and, and living my life, you know, normally. So um, we, went to Iowa city, found the best, uh, spinal surgeon out there. He completed my surgery two weeks after, um, finding out about all of this. It was a very, very quick process. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, uh, sat in that hospital for a couple of days, went home and, uh, sat around for a whole year. Like I couldn't run, I couldn't lift. I couldn't roll out of bed on my own for a whole year. Like it was, it was definitely a, a wake up call going from, wow playing and 
and hanging out every day with your friends and like doing, you know, jumping on trampolines, doing dumb stuff to laying in a bed every day, you know, kind of taking those things for granted. Um, but after I kind of healed from all of that, um, they were like, yeah, you can't play contact sports anymore. So I had to give up basketball and I kind of had to pivot my views into what was next for me. So like, where am I going to put this passion and this drive? What am I going to enjoy? Um, so I kind of looked to track and I started track like when I was a freshman in high school. So, um, nothing wasn't like a giant passion of mine by any means, but I was like, you know what, let's give it a shot. So, um, I ran hurdles in high school and I was decently good. Um, but I just really liked that team aspect and just being a part of something that I could accomplish was huge for me. So, um, yeah. my mom kind of gave me an ultimatum a little bit, uh, <laughs> shout out my mom. <laughs> Pushing us like, forward, pushing us <laughs> yeah, forward. Shout, shout out Mama Davidson, go right ahead. She was like, uh, well, do you want to pay for your school or do you want to run track and get a scholarship? And I was like, yeah, I don't want to pay for my school. So uh, yeah, I looked at a few schools and I was like, okay, where can I get the most money at? It sounds kind of bad, <laughs> cliche a little. Big but, uh, athletes out there, that's a major future impact right like that's going to impact your life for years to come so that's it's something to think about 100 yeah. percent. no i completely yeah. agree completely agree and I'm, i hate to stop you but i got two things oh, yeah. one for our listeners how did you get through the scoliosis diagnosis to not only become a college athlete but do it at a really high level that would be my first question and my second question would be you just nonchalant just brought that up like everyone can just do this so yeah. i need to know one how you got through scoliosis and two how you got that scholarship that's super impressive don't talk over that yeah so i mean i kind of nonchalanted a little bit just because it was such a fast process like i was so young i was like didn't really have a lot of life experiences before that to process um so i was like oh yeah this seems normal like sounds good let's keep moving you know like it just nobody really made a big deal about it. So I didn't make a big deal about it. It was just kind of like a thing and you move on. Um, and I don't know if that was a good or bad thing, but it, it was there. Um, well, I think now you're, you're more equipped to handle conversations about it with the younger generation. Right. So, oh, so I agree. anybody that can, anybody that, that is going through a moment kind of like you were, where they haven't had those previous experiences, Hopefully they can listen to this interview or hopefully they can, you know, contact you after this or, you know, all those high school athletes that are really struggling with some stuff. You can be like, hey, this is what happened. And I wish I did this in the moment, but now I didn't. But now you can. So that's yeah. you're better equipped for it now. Right. No, I agree. Go ahead. Answer the second part of that. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Uh, so in high school, when I came around to that scholarship opportunity, it, I when I say I stumbled across it, I literally stumbled across it. I took a random tour just to get out of school one day. And uh, I went to Grandview and then I was like, oh, they have a track program. Like, let's meet with those coaches, kind of see what they have to say. I really enjoyed my visit. And I was like, I'm not ready to give up track. And I know that I have a passion for it. And I have the determination to do it for four or five more years. So I was like, I want to be good. So right then and there, I was like, my pivot definitely, or my view definitely shifted from being the normal college kid to, okay, let's see, let's see how far, much farther I can go. No, I, I love that. And this has a lot of Jackie trip to it. Um, I say that a lot of episodes, but it's like, yeah. all right, sounds good. Let's keep it moving. It's yeah. like incredible 
one at that age, which is super beyond your years to, like we say, keep going and get through it. But not only that, but go, all right, let's think long-term. I get a scholarship. I'm still an athlete. I can still make an impact. How do I do it? Okay, here we are. So mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. Luke, what do you got? A little bit of remnants of Zach B too, because just taking a visit to get a free uh, day out of school. You know, was that the cool thing to do? Cause I missed the boat, Luke. <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't do that. You know, I was always, no, no I'm kidding. Uh, but um, I love that. And the determination piece is big for me, right? You just kept it moving and found something that was going to apply to your life. Um, and something that you knew you were, you know, maybe not your most favorite sport ever, but it was the way you could get some exercise. It was a way you could find a community. I mean, you kind of stuck with it. So that's awesome. No, I completely agree. And what I want to pivot to next is obviously we get out of college and you decide you want to give back to athletes. Like a lot of our athletes do talk about what you're doing now and what inspired that. Yeah. So uh, now I'm actually an athletic trainer at Glenbard East high school. And congratulations. Thank you. Shout out our <laughs> shout out all the athletic trainers out there. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Thanks for taping my leg. Thank you. Yeah. So um kind of how I got there actually. Um this this circles back, I guess, to the college years, because that's probably the most important part of the story. Um when I was in college, I like transitioned into like weightlifting and it, it's different type of training. You know, like college athletics is no joke. Like they it's hard. Um so I actually, just from my back surgery, I ended up herni- herniated two discs in my back just from weightlifting. Um, so for about six or seven months of my first season, um, sorry, somebody's up there. Um, for about six or seven months um, when I was in college, I had like severe back pain. I had like numbness and tingling in my legs. Um, I just like had a lot of weakness and nobody could really figure out what was going on. And I remember so vividly, I had this intern athletic trainer and she was like, um, I'm going to help you. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm going to figure it out. So we saw a couple of physicians through the team and they were like, no, like this is all made up. Like you're fine. Nothing's wrong with you. And just kind of wrote me off. Um, but then I ended up, the girl was like, Hey, you need to go see your back surgeon. And I was like, okay. So I made an appointment in Iowa city, went out there and found out I had herniated discs and um, they ended up having a couple procedures with me, ended up having a more, like a couple more surgeries as well. Um, But just the effects of that uh, injury, I guess you could say, Um, like the nerve damage and all that stuff, like affects me every single day, like restless night syndrome. Like I can't run anymore just because of like pain and and weakness and, and all that stuff. So it definitely changed my life, just like being written off by some of those doctors and physicians and, and even athletic trainers at the time. So I was like, got into this program at Grandview and I was like, I, that's kind of my promise to all of my athletes. Like I will never let an athlete go through what I went through. Like I will never write somebody off and tell them that there's nothing wrong with them because something can always be fixed, you know? So oh, man. I'm loving yeah. this. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So Luke, what do yeah. you got? Yeah. No, 100%. I think, um, you know, maybe those doctors in, is it Des Moines? Is that where Grandview was? Yeah. Yep. Maybe the doctors in Des Moines, like, sometimes you got to admit, hey, I can't find anything. I get what you're feeling. Maybe go see somebody else. Like, it's just taking that different tone and that different perspective of maybe I'm not seeing something that somebody else can see. 
right? So I think just the tone and kind of compassion that you handle those situations with would be is is massive with the athletes. It make them it makes them feel welcome. It makes them feel um, just more comfortable in that situation. So we're sorry that you didn't get the help you needed in Des Moines, but we're glad that you got it in Iowa City, right? Yeah. Right. I think this is a constant reminder, right? That like we can sit there and be the victim. We talked about in the beginning, right? Where wow, no one understands me. No one gets what I'm going through, so on and so forth. Or we can choose to keep going. Not only that as an athlete for your friends, for your family and the community, but then you go, I want to make it a true testimony of what I'm going to do here on earth. And I think that's powerful in its own, right? So not only am I not going to take a back step here, I'm going to take a thousand steps forward and inspire the youth and go, you know what? I got you today. And if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find someone that can. And I think that's a great reminder for our listeners. Understand that we might not have all the answers, right? But if we keep a support group, we keep talking about this. I promise you it gets easier. And look at you now, McKenna, on my front porch. I mean, it seems to go pretty well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream, Pat. Like I literally could not ask for a better path in life. And I'm just so blessed and I just, I love my life right now. So no, I love yeah, that. That, and go ahead, Luke. that perspective is just everything, right? Just knowing that you're lucky to be here, knowing that you're lucky to be alive and that you're in a fantastic position now to affect athletes positively every day. Um, and that's just such an amazing thing. So we appreciate you doing that for your community. No doubt. No doubt. I know the athletes do too. And, and no, something I say every week is there's no doubt here. You wouldn't change anything, would you? Absolutely not. No chance. Oh, man. And that fires me up. And I, I think that leads <laughs> me right into what is your keep going moment? Uh, so I thought a lot about this. Um, I thought that my keep going moment was like mentality and just kind of that grit. But I was like, it has to come from somewhere. Right. So I was thinking way back and in high school, my uh, high school coach actually showed us this video. It's like that ESPN 40 kind of videos like mm. of the inspiration oh yeah oh yeah you know? yeah so there was this video of this girl named kayla and the video is called catching kayla if you ever watch it I i'll never it. forget that episode yes yeah go ahead exactly yeah so um this girl basically she was diagnosed with uh, a muscular dystrophy or muscular uh, ms or something like that and uh wanted to run and so she trained and and she did all the things necessary to run and she ran with the boys team. She, she did everything possible to be a fantastic athlete and ended up being phenomenal. Um, but ever since that video, I was just like, there is a lot of things in life that I can do, but there are a lot of things in life that people can't do. So just ever since that moment, I'm like, yeah, maybe I can't do that, but what can I do? So after like all the injuries and the surgeries and everything like that, just shifting my light into yeah, maybe I can't run as far anymore. Maybe I can't do that, but what can I do? Like, I know I can be an athletic trainer. I know I can help people. Like that's something I can do. So just kind of watching those videos back in high school. And that's kind of when my mentality shifted. So just, yeah, that's my keep going moment. Luke, I'm going to tell you this, man, that's extremely powerful. I, I've never heard it explained like that. And wow. Um, yeah. that, that is incredible. Go ahead, Luke. Yeah. Taking inspiration from what others can do, right? Seeing the amazing accomplishments that other people do despite their adversities and despite what they can't do. Um, 
right? You just got to ask yourself, what can I do? Um, and that's, that's an amazing perspective. No, I completely agree. And I think um, it goes back to the, I mentioned Inky Johnson a lot in this podcast. And when, if you don't know who Inky Johnson is, um, football player for Tennessee, go Vols, go Vols, go Vols baby. Go Vols. Free um, shout out for the Vols. Free shout out to the free Vols. Sh- we'll shout them <laughs> out every week if we have to. But Inky talks about all the time how when he was getting ready to get drafted, uh, he had a, if you don't know the backstory, he had a big time injury and his career. And when Inky Johnson got hurt, he said the toughest part about it wasn't losing millions of dollars. It wasn't playing in the NFL. It was looking at the guys on his team taking every day for granted. Mm -hmm. And he said that was the hardest part for him. So in this story here, and this is for our listeners, too, I'm going to get a little bit emotional here. If you have a little bit of light to give, if it's 1%, give it. Because we're sitting here now talking about a documentary, talking about a couple of experiences with parents, friends, whoever it may be. If you have a sliver of light, go shine it because you never know who really you're affecting and you never know when your last day is going to be. I think that's really important. It goes back to my mental health moment of the week. It's just like being present and understanding, hey, this is the moment we have. We might as well go get it. I love that. You, Fantastic. You never know when you never know when your story is going to inspire somebody and change somebody's life. Um, right. And that's no matter how small a struggle may seem to somebody else. If you've overcome something and you feel like that's a powerful story to tell, tell your story. No, you never know I how agree. it's going to affect somebody else. You have no clue. And I, I'll shout out Zach Baden for the fourth time in this episode. Yeah. It goes from a player of mine to my mom's at his kid's baptism. It's just, it's just, you just never, you don't know who comes across. The only thing we can control is how we impact others and how we go about it. I think that's super important. Well, I'm, still, I, I'm still ahead. in Pat's phrase, run that back. Run that, run back. that back. Man, <laughs> sometimes I just go into this mode where it's like, here we are. And this is one of those moments because like <laughs> with, with McKenna, I know she can hear from the front yard how passionate I am right now about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, it's firing me up. But in all seriousness, Absolutely. I know, shout out, Suze. I, I know she's got breakfast on the stove coming up here. So I want to be conscious uh, of everybody's time. But Kenna, I'm going to give you your flowers moment. Anything on the pod that you haven't said yet that you want to say to our listeners? Uh, I mean, you guys said it right. Like, if you got a little bit of light, shine it. Like there's passion for anybody out there. And I think that the way that we react and handle ourselves to situations affects not only ourselves, but everybody else around us. So just hold your head high, you know, like grind down, do what you need to do and you'll impact somebody else someday. I don't know. I love that. I love that. And Kenna, I know our listeners are going to be super impacted before I let you skate here. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, McKenna, or I think it's Davidson underscore McKenna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's about it. Big on the socials, so. Awesome. And uh, don't be surprised if you got some keep going people (laughs) reaching out. Don't be surprised. Strong community here. Strong community here. Yeah, that community runs deep, so I I love that. Love that. (laughs) And McKenna, it's been an absolute blessing not only to know you, have you here this weekend and get you on the pod and 
I'm going to tell you going into this. I, it was a morning where I woke up and go, okay, well, pods in 15 minutes and you, you absolutely crushed it. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for the yeah. community that you built here and, and everything that you're doing and allowing me to share my story. So. Hey, hey no, we thank, thank you. McKinney. Yeah. You're going to inspire others. We have, it was very nice to meet you this morning. Thanks for taking your time. Thanks guys. Thanks, have, a good have a good rest of your day. You too. And after all that, Luke Wheat, it's ad read time, baby. Hey, yes, sir. Shout out community company down in Athens, Tennessee. Was texting Matt Roberts the other day. Um, and that he's just such a positive guy, right? He's he's complimenting the podcast. He's complimenting uh, what we're doing. But, you know, it, it feels good when it comes from a guy like him. Um, if you all can support community in any way possible, uh, going to drop the shop down there below. Uh, just came out with a new drop, um, absolute fire gear they've got down there. A little skater vibe to it because um, Matt's a skater. And I'm going to actually, you know, this week I'm going to link Matt's Instagram down low because you'll find out from Matt if you follow him on Insta how determined this guy is. Skateboarding is all about determination, right? And that's kind of what community is about, and that's what Matt's about. Um, he's been working on a trick for two or three weeks, a couple hours a day after work. He goes to the skate park and works on it, and that's – you know, that's kind of why I got into skateboarding back in the day. And um, it's just that he's a determined guy to make a better influence on his community and on his own life. So shout out Matt Community Co. No, I couldn't agree more. And I think this is probably the only time Matt Roberts will ever get a Marshawn Lynch comparison. But <laughs> there you I, know go. <laughs> there, I know there was that video that was circulating for a couple of years when they asked Marshawn Lynch what he's going to do for Christmas. And he says, Wait, 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 we're just going to skip Thanksgiving. I got to feed my community. And I think Matt Roberts has done that not only where he's at, but with the connections and networking, he's, his, him and his team are fantastic. So if you're going to support someone, if you're going to feed your community, community is a fantastic partner, fantastic sponsor. Thank you for Matt and his team for all they do. And shout out to all of our partners and sponsors, Homegrown yeah. Design, and then Power Pipe as well. Thank you for all you do. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys supporting our community and helping us grow uh, one episode at a time. Uh, that's all we can do, Luke. One day at a time, one episode at a time, one life at a time. And speaking of that, I know this is a tough one today for you. We got Lane Kiffin social media shout out. Let the people know. Did you do it on purpose? I just want to know. I did. Did you do I it did. on purpose? You know I did. You know I did I'll because this. End up from a Vols fan. I'm proud of Lane Kiffin for doing this. Hey, and that's that was tough for me to say. I was oh. at the game where UT was uh, throwing stuff, not our finest moment. I apologize for that. All in good fun, I guess. I don't know. Um, but anyway, moving on to the social media shout-out of the week. Ole Miss has actually implemented um, for the first time, and there's been some other colleges focus on some mental health, but not to the extent Ole Miss has in this capacity. Um They've designed a eight-hour course with two hours of free work for all their staff, um, including all the way up to the equipment managers, um, all the way up to Lane Kiffin, right? So from the equipment managers to Lane Kiffin, um, it's an eight-hour course with two hours of free work, so 10 hours of work in total, um, to be ready for mental health first aid, right? If they can't get to the person they need to be in the right there in the moment, at least the staff is at least a little bit equipped to handle that. Um, so shout out to Ole Miss for that. Luke, I'm going to be honest with you. This is my favorite social media shout out of all time. Absolutely. And let me tell you why. Guys like us 
who jump in 35 episodes in looking to impact lives, putting in a mental health curriculum for your uh, athletes. Yeah. And this is something that catches on like wildfire. This is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. So we, leave it away. We do this podcast for, yeah. If we do this podcast for 10 years, we won't affect the same amount of people this is going to affect at Old Miss. A thousand percent. So if you're listening, which we have a bunch of athletes and coaches that listen, do this. This is a fantastic idea. It's going to be implemented at the highest level. There is no excuse. I know Luke's going to go back into you know, coaching here. And who knows where my, I, I, one day at a time, who knows where I'm going to end up. If you have a chance to impact lives, something like this, this is unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable. Absolutely. And it just helps further destigmatize, right? And that's what we're looking for. Um, and kind of on that piece I was talking about earlier, right? Um, the victim mentality is not mental health, right? No. It's the warrior mentality. I'm going to do this. I'll take McKenna, for example. She lost the ability to do what she loved two or three times. And she just asked, what can she do? Um, so that's kind of what we're looking at here. Right. And I, and I say this, and I said this yesterday. Uh, we had a bunch of people up here, and I said, if you're going to fill your cup, you better make sure when you're filling others that you're drinking as well. Yeah. And I think that's super powerful because we get the opportunity in the platform now, and you see someone like Lane Kiffin do this, right? You see someone like McKenna Davidson do this. Just know if you're sitting at the table and you're filling cups, make sure you're drinking as well. Love that. Absolutely. Love that. So, Luke, I will grab the charity. Yeah, I'll grab the charity that we even don't mind. 100%. Give us the charity. Yeah, so I got to shout out Holinsky's Hope. And the reason I did that this week was they actually came to Benedictine. And that's where Adam coached and McKenna did her AT stuff. And it was awesome fit. And Holinsky's Hope is doing a lot of stuff coming up here this fall and wintertime for Student Athlete Mental Health Week. Check out their Instagram, Holinsky's Hope. Incredible story. I could talk all day about it, but. Help them out. I know I'll definitely be bear, uh, wearing that powder blue, baby blue shirt for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Sack the stigma, dude. That's What a phrase. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You want to talk about a line drop. Sack the stigma, my Sack boy. It. That's amazing. 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 Luke, I got one more question for you. We'll go in the Luke Wheat mailbag of the week. So, Luke, this is a little bit of a – we'll take a somber little note here. When is substance use a problem? Where can I go for help? Luke? Give our listeners some education here. So substance use turns into abuse. It's usually when it's affecting your ability to work, um, your family life, your home life, um, and your kind of everyday activities, right? If you're having a couple of beers at night, that's different than having a 12-pack at night and not being able to get up for work the next day. And then, you know, when it affects your relationship with other people and yourself, um, that's kind of when we're looking at a negative effect on your life in, in whole, um, that's, that's when we really need to start asking ourselves some questions. Um, and that's, you know, that's something where college athletics and college um, in general can kind of, that's where struggle a lot. You know, you get into an environment where there's a lot of new stress. I mean, that's where you got to watch, uh, watch out. When you start getting stressed, when you start um, not knowing how to cope with things and cope with feelings, and you turn to substance abuse for that, that's whenever we need to start looking out and maybe start looking for some help. Luke, that was an incredible answer, first and foremost. And being someone 
myself that's been impacted by this in my household, you couldn't have said it better. It's when everyday tasks have that substance involved in it. Yeah. And when it starts affecting more people than you and people start yeah. bringing this up, you probably need to take a step back. And not only that, but the same way we talk about with mental health, if something is not going right, if you're not feeling good mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, talk to someone. You can either spend the rest of your life doing this or you can put your ego aside. You can put your stigma. You can put your identity aside and you can make a change for not only you, but the greater good of the people that you're around. And I promise you having friends and family members that have beat this, you can be a role model. You can be someone that people look back years from now and go, you yeah. remember when, you remember when Luke, Wee, you remember when Pat O'Malley got through that, look at him now, you know, and that's just an example, but you can be that light. You can take that, Wow, you can take that pain and make it someone else's story, someone else's road. You can, you can be inspirational to somebody else, right? Don't forget that. Don't forget oh, that. Man. Your struggle and overcoming that struggle is going to be inspiring to somebody else. Luke, I, I think we got to cap it there, man. I think that is a fantastic way to cap off the episode. And in the words of McKenna Davidson, sounds good. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it rolling. No matter what you're going through, I promise you, from two guys that have gone through it, we've seen people go through it in our circles, you can keep going, I promise you. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Luke, I love you, brother. It's been a blessing jumping on here. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're on the YouTube, which shout out our YouTube channel if you haven't been on there. Go watch on the YouTube. This is what (laughs) it's all about. Shout out the YouTube and above all else, Luke, keep going, brother. Keep going. Love you, bro. Love you, buddy.